So today on the podcast, I'm talking to Sylvie. We're talking about her amazing traffic that she's getting from TikTok and how she's turned those visitors into buyers. You don't want to miss it. You're going to learn a lot. Come listen. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Okay, welcome back. You guys are going to love this. Sylvie is a member of this small group I have. It's a little coaching group, and she shared this information on TikTok. It's wild uh, with that little group, and everybody just loved it. So I knew it was too good not to share with all of you. So I want you all to meet Sylvie Roy. She is the founder, owner, chief of everything at Eclair Lips. She is a Canadian girl. So she lives in, I think you live in New Brunswick or Nova Scotia? In New Brunswick. New Brunswick. She lives in New Brunswick in Canada and she makes lip gloss, but she is TikTok famous. So <laughs> Sylvie, say hi to everyone and let's just tell everyone a little bit about Eclair Lips. Hello. Well, yeah. So that that's what we do at Eclair Lips. We make lip balm. A lot of people have thought I was crazy because it's the only thing that we do, we make lip balm and we make lip scrub now, an exfoliating lip balm. But but that's it. We're very niche. And uh, we've been around since 2015. And we we used to we still do a lot of wholesale, but it used to be the primary side of our business. But uh, the past couple of years, actually, since finding Susan, we've been doing a lot more on the retail side of things, which has been exciting. Yes. And you've uh, recently, like since since I've met you, for sure, you were manufacturing at home. Your business was in your house. And I remember all the conversations last year about moving your business out of your house and what that would mean to you and what a big deal. So you have really grown in the last couple of years. Like you are, it's a real business, right? Yeah, it's, we've grown so much. Like it's, it's been a tumultuous past few years. I think anybody who, it's it's been tumultuous for everybody, but if you're a business owner, when the pandemic started, I think a lot of us didn't know what to expect. And that's the situation that, that we were in and we weren't sure if our business was going to make it, but we actually ended up thriving during the pandemic. And uh, it's been, it's been interesting to learn about how to do things now with all of the the new realities, but actually how to, how to do well and thrive. Yeah. So what would you uh, say, because this is, you know, someone said to me, I'm going to start an online business and it's only going to be lip balm. I'd be like, sir, <laughs> what's your average order value going to be for that? Because that, that makes me a bit nervous. But you have done it so well, Sylvie, that it just reinforces to me that, that if you, if you really think about how you're going to create a loyal customer and how you're going to cover all your bases, you can really thrive. But what would you say is the most unique thing? Like how, what makes you memorable at Eclair Lips? I think we have a, a pretty interesting brand personality. So we make, we make lip balm and we're pretty dorky about it. We don't, <laughs> we don't try to pretend to be cool. We just do our own thing. And uh, all of the lip balms are really fun and our target customer is not a kid though. Our, our target customer, I think is like the 
inner child of all of these adults who remember all the fun that they had with lip balm when they were teens and tweens and kids and they kind of miss that and they want something that's natural but still has that fun element so our products offer all of that but the brand is all about that too like everything about the packaging is colorful we're colorful we have a lot of fun and I think that's that's what it is it just we keep hearing from people that our products make them smile our social media makes them smile and I love hearing that because that's basically what I set out to do Oh, you do it so well. So, and I want everyone to know that when you say we, you're actually talking about your husband is part of this business too. I mean, this is a business that is supporting your whole family. It's kind of amazing, right? It is. I tease him sometimes. I'm like, because we met online and I was like, what what would you have done if I put in my online profile that I wanted to meet someone to like run a lip balm company with me? You think he would have still messaged me? But yeah, he's been working for, for the company since... Uh, 2018. And then um, in 2020, actually during the pandemic, we hired our first like non-spouse person to work for the yeah. company who does like all our customer service and helps me with a lot of the marketing and the admin. So the company's growing. Like we support three people full-time. So yeah, you're amazing. Congratulations. And so what I want everyone to onboard is that Sylvia is super comfortable with being the face of her business. She's very present. And this has been part of her culture in her her business for a long time, I would say. And you are fun. You are nerdy and make fun of yourself. And I mean, I if you go look at her site, it, it's definitely fun. So I want you all to onboard this because that's where she was when she decided that she was going to try TikTok. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what happened? What the heck happened at Eclair Lips and TikTok? When did you start? So it's funny because I opened an account last year. I think like a lot of people do. I got on and I was like, what is this? This is this is ridiculous. I don't understand it. And then I didn't really touch it again. And I'd have friends sending me TikTok videos through Messenger and I'd be like, oh, I have to open this through TikTok. What is this? But then I get on and eventually, I think it was over Christmas, I started getting the hang of it. And because you you have to spend a little bit of time on TikTok for it to learn what you like and what you don't like. And it's amazing. Like the algorithm is really amazing at showing you things that you like, but you have to give it a little bit of input to start off with. And then I thought, you know what, like I kind of, one of my goals for 2022, it was not to become a TikTok superstar. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually, I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to do something that was just a little bit more fun. And I thought, okay, maybe this will be an excuse to make some, some fun content. And I, it's like, I wanted, I, I like to think that I'm funny and the things that I like on TikTok are all of the the funny things. And I started, uh, I think it was the first week of January. I posted a few things and I made a few funny videos. And I think I got to about like 2000 views on a couple of them. I was like, oh, wow. Because I, I had... <laughs> I was looking at my numbers to prepare for for our interview and I had 59 followers as of January 13th. So that's as far back as TikTok will let me look. So I didn't have a lot of followers. So getting 2000 views on something, I was like, yeah, my stuff is funny. I'm really good. But then I I was trying to repurpose other pieces of content because I I thought like, what's going to do it here? Because I want to go viral. I don't want to get just 2000, like it's a good start. So I started putting any little bits of content that I had before from videos that I had made, and they did like, okay, but they weren't so great. 
But that first week of the year, I had to start getting more lip balm made at work. So I'm the one who still actually makes the lip balm. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to set up a camera and I'm going to grab some footage. So I had a ring light that I got on Amazon. I set up a camera to get like kind of a bird's eye view shot of me doing different parts of making the lip balm. And I just let it run the whole way through. So I had these horrendous pieces of like 10, 20 minute (laughs) videos of me making lip balms. And I thought, okay, I'm not going to share this whole thing, but let me grab like a little piece of this. And I'm going to do a little montage explaining how I get the lip balm into the tubes, because I've found that that's a question that I get a lot. People are like, do you push it in there? How do you get it into the tubes? And you actually melt the lip balm and you pour it in. So I did, I think it was about like a two minute little montage of all of the, the steps of me doing this. And all you see actually are my hands because it was like a top view. And uh, I recorded a voiceover and I actually winged the voiceover in TikTok. I was just watching the video because there's a voiceover function. I was watching my video. I'm like, okay, so today I'm making some cotton candy lip balm. And here you're seeing me putting the tubes into the tray. And I thought, okay, whatever. I'm just going to put it out there because the one thing that I keep hearing in my head since I've met you, Susan, is like, you need to get over yourself. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I I think I know I do it, but I think a lot of us do it. We take ourselves really seriously. We worry what people are going to think and it keeps us from actually getting things out there. And I thought, no, you know what, this is good enough. Two minutes. We're going to see like what happens. So I put that out there and it started to do pretty well. And then after about a day, I think I was at 10,000 views on it. I'm like, Oh my God, I was so excited. And it kept going and going. I was driving my husband nuts. I'm like, look at this, look at all the views. And then we were getting a lot of comments and people asking questions. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do some video replies because on TikTok, you can, if you get a comment, you can tap a button and record another video in response. So I grabbed more of the footage that I had because I had my whole process all on video from that week prior. And I was just grabbing little clips from the relevant parts that I wanted to explain in more detail. And I started putting them out there. So I think it was like on January 14th was the day that I put out that first behind the scenes video. And then the next day I put one out that explained a certain part of my process that people were really intrigued about. And that one started going bonkers like right away. And within a couple of days, it had hit a million views. And I was just like, what? Wow. <laughs> and it was funny because everybody I know was like messaging me saying like, what is this? You were on my For You page on TikTok. I'm like, what? I was on your For You page? <laughs> like, you're not even following me. So I kept doing that. And I was trying to put whatever content I could out there that was responding to people's questions and whatnot. And then that's when the growth just started going crazy. So yeah, on January 13th, 59 followers on February 1st, we had 50,000 followers. So in the space of like two weeks, so it was crazy. So all of a sudden you are in front of a big, huge, warmish audience. People yeah. are interested in making lip balm yeah. in, in a matter of two weeks. Yeah. What happened next? Listen, gang, don't like, don't drift away from the story because the money part is coming. Yes, because that that was the thing. Like I've been in business since 2015 and I've been using social media because it's it's nice to have followers, but followers is more of a vanity metric. You want those people right. to come and visit your website, get to know you and actually ultimately buy your product. So 
I was <laughs> blessed with a not so great of a holiday season last year. So for holiday 2021. Tough season for so many, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason I say blessed is because I tried to do the best I could to, to make the most of it. So I thought, okay, well, I don't have the sales that I was expecting. Let me see what I can do to entice people a little bit more. So I started testing my pop-up on my website. So the, the lead magnet where people would yeah. leave their email. So through a lot of trial and error, by the time January came around. I stop you for a moment. Yeah. So everyone who is listening to this, to go back and re-listen to this or or whenever you get off listening to this podcast, I want you to go write this down because what Sylvie's going to tell you next is absolute genius. Go Sylvie. Okay. So <laughs> after testing, I realized that the a giveaway was what worked best with my audience. So there's a pop-up that says you can win a one-year supply of lip balm. We do a draw every month. They would enter. But then once they entered, they got a coupon code. And the coupon code, was it's a really good code, but it's for one specific item on our website. And it's a bundle that is normally worth about like $35, but we give them a discount to get it for $25. And we had a few reasons to do that. One, uh, just a few minutes ago, Susan mentioned that when you sell lip balm, your average order value can be very low. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> so when you get a new customer, you want to try and encourage them to spend a little bit more because it takes as much time to pack a $5 order as it does a $25 order. And also we only sell lip balm and there's a lot of different options. And I think that a lot of people get decision fatigue and they don't know what to get. So it either takes them a lot of time and they drift off and they don't buy, or they'll contact customer service and they ask questions. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but we wanted to make it easy. So we created what we call the start here bundle. And it has all of our best sellers in it because we know people are going to love those. They're the best reviewed products, but it also made it really simple on our end because when all of the traffic started coming and people were opting in and getting this code, that's the thing that they were buying. So we were able to make sure we had tons of stock made, pre-assemble a whole bunch of those bundles. And then when we got the orders in, it was easy. We just grab a bundle. And then, of course, there were other items, but it made it so much simpler to be able to pre-assemble and funnel people towards like this one thing that we know that they would like. Yeah. So, and protected your or average order value at the same time. Like all of those things were great. And now you have this whole list of people who's already bought this one thing that you can actually customize your get a second order flow to get them to buy the next perfect thing and speak to them in a way that says, Hey, we know what you've got. Yeah. 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 We actually started working on that. We made another bundle. We were like, if you like this one, this is the next step. You want oh, this one. Okay. Yeah. So, good. so for any of you who are listening, who have a lot of variants, like uh, there's a person here sitting on the stool that has a lot of socks <laughs> that could maybe benefit from this conversation. But anyone who has a lot of variants, this is genius. Like candles, like people who have a lot of variants could use this idea, Sylvia. Really good. Yeah. So I'm, I was glad that we had kind of fallen on that over the holiday season because we were trying to just observe yes. what we could do. And the timing worked out great because that's one thing about going viral. It's exciting, but I've seen so many small businesses because you. it doesn't matter if you're new to TikTok, if you're an established business or not. Like I've seen all kinds of people go viral, but the worst thing for me would be to go viral and not to be able to handle all of those orders and to have things break down. So I was really glad. I'm really glad it happened at this point in time because I have a pretty solid system so that 
you yeah. could test it with all those orders and it wouldn't break. So good. Okay. So back to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so you were all set up to really take advantage of this traffic that you got. So let's yeah. talk about what happened next. So February 1st, you got 50,000 followers. And what's happening at Eclair Lip? So right now we, we had to think really fast because we, I was looking at our retail sales and they are five times what they were for the same period last year. So that was pretty significant. So we had to find ways to streamline things. We're also doing a lot more business in the U.S., which is really exciting, but it's just meant like a, a, a bit of a learning curve on our end. And we can't keep up with all of the labeling and because it's just been my husband and I doing the actual like he does the order packing and I do the making of the lip balm and he does most of the labeling. So we're hiring someone to help us with a lot of like the labeling, some of the production aspects and everything. So that's really exciting because it's going to take a load off of us and help us continue growing. And um, I've gotten good at making videos. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have. Yeah. So, so good. Let's talk about just so that people can put this all in perspective. So you grew to 50,000 followers. And I think you have now as of we're recording this in mid March, and I I believe you have now 85,000 followers. The last time I looked, is it more now? We're at like 89.2 this morning. (laughs) And so everybody's going to want to know, okay, how do you monetize this? So right now, you have a, is it a creator account? What, What account did you set up in TikTok? I have a creator account and um, the reason I chose that one is just because it gives you more flexibility with all of the sounds because music and sounds are a big component with TikTok. And if you're a a business account, there are some things you might not have access to. So if you like jumping on a trend and doing some of those silly videos, you might not be able to if you have a business account. Yeah. So you would recommend for anyone who's doing the kinds of videos you're doing, I mean, everyone's going to run and follow you on TikTok now, but um, you would recommend a creator account. I think, yeah, if you're somebody who the music is really important to you and the sounds, if you're just going to be doing a lot of voiceover and you're not relying on TikTok sounds, it wouldn't make such a difference. But um, the one thing to know, though, is that if you get a creator account, you're only able to list a link in your profile once you hit a thousand. And I do believe that you can switch halfway through. So I think you could start with a business account because you can put a link there right away if you're a business from day one and then swap it later. And so so you put a link once you got to a thousand, you put a link in your TikTok uh, bio or your homepage. I'm not even sure what it's called. And that is like, is that a Linktree style link or is that just a direct link to your website? So it's a Linktree style, but it's actually through... Shopify, they call it Link Pop, and it works the same way, except it's custom for your Shopify site. And you can actually use it as a Shopify sales channel and put a product, and people yeah. can check out right from there if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah. So you have a link that goes uh, through Shopify, and so it goes directly to your homepage. So it's got different buttons on it, and one of them will go directly to our homepage. And then we tried to see. Because what's difficult about TikTok is people will ask questions and you have a really short character limit and you can't really post links. Mm -hmm. So we tried to put links to the types of things they were asking about. So we have one link that goes direct to the opt-in 
for that bundle because we started talking about the fact that if you want to try us, this is a good bundle to buy and we have a coupon in our profile. Um, we have an FAQ listed there, like anything that we've been talking about in our videos that people ask questions about, we stick it in there so that we can say, oh, there's a link in our profile and there's a button that will take you there. Okay. So you got strategic about your links. Yeah. Cause it was getting overwhelming trying to answer all of these people. So, yeah. so just to put it in perspective, we, uh, you did a presentation in our, in our coaching group, not quite a month ago, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And when, when you showed us your data, you had had 40,000 web visitors so far yeah. this year. And, and you were really at the three to 4,000 web visitors before. Is that where you were? Yeah, like 4,000. I was looking at my numbers last year and I had last February, I had 4,000. And that was really, that was a really good month for me. And then we had 40,000 this February. Like it, crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's even crazier is that it just slays me. We, we then ran over to your Google analytics and we looked at your acquisition report. And what was really shocking to me was that your traffic from TikTok converted at, was it 1.2%? It was, yeah. Like it was, it was a decent conversion yeah. rate for that volume of traffic for new, new visitors. Yeah. Because these were people who didn't yeah. know us. Yeah. I was really I was really thinking it might be like Pinterest kind of traffic where you like ping, 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 nothing happens. But yeah. it, it wasn't like that at all. It was shockingly good. Tell me why you think that is like, because you like, you're not salesy on TikTok at all, really. I mean, you're just showing people you've, you, you know, you've had a few uh, drama, <laughs> little <laughs> drama, people telling you your voice is dumb or <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people mad at you because you won't get them set up in their own uh, in their own lip balm business. Yeah, <laughs> people people will get mad at you for any reason at all, and uh, it's it's very it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, but 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 out of it all, let's just like I know it was there was you know one week that was a bit tough for you, but you had all sorts of defenders, and then that was when somebody really wanted you to just you know, give them the links to buy all the equipment to make their own lip, lip balm. And you said you can find it all on Google. That's how I did it. I still remember. And, um, but you had so many defenders, but how did you get customers? And I mean, who knows, but what do you think got you the customers? Because that's the important part. Well, I think when people are on TikTok, they're there because they want to escape. You're not going there because you want the news. You just want to like, give your brain a little vacation <laughs> and go look at the types of things that you like. And I think that's one of the keys with our content is that it wasn't salesy. It was just something that was interesting. It would grab people's interest. And I think that it acts a little bit like a funnel. So if you have all of like a video that goes super viral, it's going to go to a lot of people. They're not interested in buying what you have to offer, but they just think there's something about your video that's interesting. But some of those people are going to actually click to your profile instead of just like liking the video and swiping on and they'll click to your profile and there's they'll start looking at the rest of the stuff that you have to offer and then I think that's where all like it you have to think of your page as a whole and the types of videos that you have so you might do a video that it, it might not perform as well and get as many views but it really showcases your personality or it shows your products 
And the people who got pulled in from that first viral video are looking at this because they were like, oh, cool. I, I like lip balm. I didn't know how lip balm was made. And then they get there like, oh, wow. Like that's all they do is lip balm. Oh, this is cute. Oh my gosh. She's funny. What are they doing here? And they just fall into like this TikTok hole of looking at all of your stuff. And if it's not salesy, like you don't, that's the thing. Like, I, I think you don't always have to be selling. If you have people who are actually your target customer, they just want to know more about the, this product. And like, you're, you're just telling it to them in a really like it, it it's not, not that it's user generated content, but it, it doesn't feel like a, like a sales pitch. You're kind of defensive if you think it's a sales pitch. And I think on TikTok, you always feel like you're just watching regular people yeah. and like our page very much. We look like very regular people. The lighting is not super fantastic. We're being really goofy. Like it, it just seems very relatable. And I think that's what people like. And then they get to the website and it looks professional. It doesn't look like you're going to lose your money to a scam, but you're, you're entertained while you're on TikTok. And it, I think it gets people to click through and say like, what is this actually about these people? Like they're for real. And yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's actually like viral relationship marketing. Kind of is. Yeah. And it that's, what's been interesting too, because from all these years of doing this, like we've amassed a following, but we had about 5,000 followers on Facebook and same with Instagram. And we got to know the people, like the customers are all the same people. And then all of a sudden you have this big group of people yeah. that are all asking questions and interacting with you. So that it was exciting, but it was, it was overwhelming because it's basically all the customer responses that you've gotten in your business, like times a hundred. So if you've gotten a few grumpy people times that by a hundred, all of a sudden, but you also have all the good people and all the sales that like explode, but it's, it can be a little intense. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, but I feel like you're uh, like, just having watched this journey with you, I feel like you had that intense time and then you've taken away the part that really works for you and moved on. And so let's talk a little bit about how you have gotten into more of a routine with TikTok, but also taking the content that you are producing there and been really successful on Facebook with it too, because I think that's super valuable. So this like took over your life for a, a couple of weeks. Or it, maybe did. A it, it did. It did. You seem to say, seem to be in a place where, okay, here's how I'm managing this. Let's talk about that. What have you, what have you done? Yeah, because if there's one thing I know about running a business is that you feel like you have to do all the things, but you don't have time. You absolutely can't do all of the things. So when I started doing this and I started having success at it, I was excited, but I thought, okay, this is not sustainable. I can't spend my days trying to make videos and answer comments. Like we have to kind of come up with a system. So it's not, I didn't come up with a final system yet, but I'm always, I always have that in the back of my head. How can we make this more streamlined? So one thing I did when I realized behind the scenes footage was doing well, I try to film as much as I can when I am in production so that I don't actually have to like have a filming day and then have a production day. And then I actually reuse a lot of my same footage because I realized for us, a lot of times people, they just want to see something happening in the background. And honestly, making lip balm looks the same every day. There's nothing that's (laughs) It's production, right? Like, And that's that's part of having a good manufacturing process is that you can produce the exact same type of quality product over and over again. So it looks the yeah. same. So I might use the same bit of footage, 
but just have a different voiceover. Sometimes I, I use the same bit of footage and I add a stupid song to it and I do something silly and, and I just, I try to have fun with it. But then we also have different formats of videos. So there's, that's what I try to do for behind the scenes. But then we have order packing videos, which at first I did not, I was like, who wants to see their order packed on TikTok? But a lot of people do. So <laughs> you're not the person who would want that done. Doesn't mean that it it's not a thing because it's very much a thing. So the first order packing video, I'll let you all in on a secret. It was a fake one. I invented a name. <laughs> let's try to do this thing like how do these people do this these videos and we just pretended to we invented an order and we filmed it and then people started commenting on on tiktok and on their orders saying can you pack mine on tiktok and i thought okay we'll do it but it quickly got a little bit unruly so what we did is we created a product and we only, so it was says it's a TikTok order packing video, but we put a certain number in stock because there's only so many videos that right. you can make. So we'll put the stock up, then they all sell out. And the people who got them, they get, we make them a video. But now we have a process where like we have a little station set up. We do not move anything because resetting all of the equipment yeah. takes a long time. And I found somebody who edits them for us. So he'll do a whole batch of 10 in less than an hour. So it's really cost effective and it makes our customers excited and it gives us something fun like some content to put out there those videos they don't perform that well but I feel that the people who do comment on them and watch them are the people who are at the bottom of your funnel they're interested in your actual product they're not just like scrolling and wasting time they're like oh I want to get some of this stuff so it's been so that part has been good and I'm just always trying to see what performs best and a lot of the things that I did at, at first, I was overcomplicated, overcomplicating it. And I keep hearing you like, Sylvie, get over yourself. Cause I'd be like, I want to make this long video that explains this and this in a perfect voiceover. But really what does best is like these short 30 second videos. And what's cool about that too, is that all of the content that we've been producing on TikTok, I thought, okay, well, I'm I made all of this. This took me a lot of time. I'm going to post it to Instagram and Facebook too, because what the heck? And it was performing pretty well there. But then on Facebook, I discovered that they have a reels area that it's a little bit mysterious. I haven't found a lot of information on it, but you can post videos that are 30 seconds or shorter and they will get pushed out to people beyond your followers. So it's a little bit like TikTok and it just yeah. There. And we went viral through those two at the beginning of February. Like we started um February 1st, our stats say that we had 5,005 followers on Facebook, and we're at 48,000 followers today because of these same videos that I posted on TikTok, repurposed them to Facebook, and they're and then our, our Instagram has not grown anywhere near as much in comparison but it's grown most that it has so far so yeah you can't get any love on instagram i've heard you tell me that no no we're sitting at six thousand yesterday six thousand followers after seven years and i'm proud of that so so let's talk about that for a minute just for someone who might want to try the same thing so so you shoot your videos in like right on your iPhone, do you, is there a, is there software that you're using before you post it to TikTok? I'm a video, uh, you know, I need video for dummies. Tell me how you do it. 
Well, the one app that I use is called InShot and you can get it on your Mac or you can get it on a phone. And I actually prefer it on a phone. It's a really cool little video editing app and you can do everything in there. So it was kind of cool because when I was taping these first bits of footage, I had like a 10 minute video of me putting lip balm tubes in the tray, which is really boring. So that let me speed it up. I can grab little parts that I slow down. You can zoom in on it. You can add music. You can add a recording, um, like a voice recording to explain what you're doing. You can, sometimes I have fun reversing them and I just do crazy stuff with them and make silly videos out of them. I, I, I can make a lot of entertaining stuff out of a boring like 30 second lip balm clip. So <laughs> I really recommend that app. You can add text. So there's, there's things you can also do in the TikTok app, but I personally found that InShot was easier for me to wrap my head around and it gave more flexibility. Use your video, you put it in InShot, you edit it, and then you upload it to TikTok. Yeah. Okay. And so then you take that same piece of content and you upload it to Facebook and Instagram as a real. Yeah. Wow. And that's, that's, what's interesting. That's the content that's performed the best. Like it was just kind of an afterthought and wanting to make the most of this content that I created, but it's been performing really well, like better than any other content on all of my platforms. So you started out thinking you'd be funny and you ended up (laughs) being the best, uh, the best video editor. (laughs) I don't know if I'm the best video editor, but I'm really glad I figured it out. And there's definitely a learning curve, but I feel that like, that's a, it's a good, a good skill to have because then it allows you to make the most of footage that you have because it can be more. Totally. So good. So, and you could even at some point farm this out and get your content done weeks in advance. Yeah. Like we're at that point with the, the order packing videos. And I feel like, I think I just like to put my sense of humor in some of the videos a little too much. And I do a lot of them spur of the moment, but some of the more um, simple where we're explaining parts of the process, that's something easy that I've started working with a third party to get it done for us. So let's, let's talk about how others could, could get started. Cause I know we have a whole pack of friends in our group that are, are, are on TikTok, but let's, let's talk about, what would you do differently if you were starting this again, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? I'm not sure there's a lot that I would do differently other than maybe not, not stress so much, but I I feel like that's a hard one, a hard one to, uh, to do. Yeah. Like I think I would definitely recommend putting out just all sorts of different videos because I realized that what I thought in my head people would enjoy is not what went viral and what got us all of the success and things that I didn't even realize about myself, like my accent. So I, I don't travel a lot. I, it doesn't really dawn on me that I have an accent, but as soon as my first video went viral, oh my gosh, everybody wanted to know where I was from. So I realized, okay, like my voice is actually a a draw for people to listen. People like my voice. They think it sounds nice. They think it's soothing. And then if I made a video where it was a little bit more quiet, they're like, Oh, like, can you tell, can you, can you tell my kid a bedtime story? You're so relaxing. My own kids aren't even getting a bedtime story. 
It's like they're watching my TikToks because that's what I need to do to convince them I'm cool. Like that would be my tip. Put out all sorts of stuff. Just see what throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks because it might not be what you think. Yeah. So get over yourself. Yeah. Try all the things. Pay attention to what's working and double down on that. Yeah. And then when things are working, you're going to see some comments that you'll get from people. Like I remember one of the very first videos that I put up, I was putting caps on the lip balm tubes, but then you could hear little banging sounds in the background because my husband was doing the same thing. Cause I just took footage of us in production. We were trying to get work done and people were complaining like, Oh, that sound really ruined the whole experience for me. And at first I was like, excuse me, but this is just me doing my work. Like, why are you being so rude? But then I realized some people are actually watching this because they like, it's serene to them. It's the whole ASMR thing that they want to hear these sounds. So then I tried, I made sure <laughs> my husband hates me now. Cause I'll be like, shh, I'm capping some lip balms. Don't make any noise. We need to get a video of this. But even by like the snarky comments that you get, sometimes it'll teach you what you could do next time. And you, if you put them, if you take them with a grain of salt, yeah. it will sometimes give you an idea for more content that you can put out to explain certain things. What is ASMR? Oh my gosh. I have to, I have to like. An acronym for something about sound. Let me look it up. You're on the spot here. Yeah. Okay. I know Let's... you mentioned it before and I, I thought, okay, it's something about people love, really are satisfied by this, hearing these sounds. It's, it's kind of amazing. So. It's autonomous sensory meridian response. Okay, then. And it's a relaxing, (laughs) often sedative sensation that begins on the scalp and moves down the body. Wow. But I think it boils down to, it's satisfying. Yeah. To watch it. And like, I'll be shooting videos of me scraping a tray and people are commenting like, oh my gosh, I was so worried you weren't going to scrape that little chunk that you forgot in the corner, but you got it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) it's so bizarre but it's oh so funny I tell people this story all the time is that I had TikTok on my phone and I was just getting lost in it spending way too much time an hour can go by and you're just like glued to the screen it's crazy and so I deleted the app because I I had to like I had to just get my time back but of course since you went on there I'm I'm back on my fault (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I'm following a bunch of our members because I want to see what they do and, and help them. And so really you wouldn't do anything differently. I think what you're saying is you just have to go through the process. It's so good. So, so I want to thank you so much for sharing all this and I want people to um, listen to it and, and really walk away with, this is another option for me. It's um, it's worth trying because this kind of traffic that you got was is really valuable traffic. You have probably hundreds, if not thousands of new customers in the yeah. months. Yeah, we got a, a notice from Shopify a few weeks ago saying we'd gotten a thousand orders so far this year. And we were mid February, I think. So yeah. So good. And so now you have an opportunity to resell those customers, make them long term customers over time. So even if it doesn't last forever, it's a huge bump in your business. Definitely. Taking you to a whole new level. It's all so good. So tell me two questions. First, what's next for you? What are you going to focus on? 
all of the plans I had for 2022 that got derailed because I was on TikTok all of a sudden. Um, yeah, it's funny because I I was not counting on this as someone who's been in business for seven years. Like social media was part of the picture, but I was never counting on it to make or break my business. So we're actually working on um, launching a custom lip balm side of our business that we've been working on for a few months now. And we're very close to launching it. It was supposed to be in January, but uh, that's... So is that private label? Is that what you're doing? That sort of thing. And basically, like if people want some for their wedding or for a dentist office, like any type of thing people will be able to order custom from us through a, a, a wet, like a secondary website that we have kind of give some input about yeah. their, their label, choose from pre-made designs because we know it's hard for people to design things sometimes. Yes. But yeah. yeah. That's a lot of talking to them, which you'd rather not do. Yeah. We want to make it straightforward, <laughs> but that's what I was supposed to be doing in January, 2022. But instead I. <laughs> now you have so much more of an audience and so many more buyers we all yeah. know that it, once they buy once, it's a lot easier to sell them again. Think about all those people that might have a wedding coming up or might have, um, you know, a corporate order or have a, like a, I mean, before I knew about you, remember, I got all those dog kisses for my business, right? I mean, there's so much you can do with this and that will really scale. That's something that you can really scale. So I'm so pleased for you. Where can people see you on TikTok? What is the name of your account? So our account is actually eclairlips.com. And that was a tip that I had gotten at first, where if you don't have enough followers to put in a website, try to have your URL as your handle so that people can still find you. So we're at eclairlips.com there. And we're eclairlips.com on the internet. (laughs) Go check it out. And for all of you that are listening who have businesses, wouldn't a little lip balm with your company name on it be so good to put in your orders or as an in-card upsell. Just saying. Think about (laughs) that. You better run and get that launched. (laughs) We're working on it. Yep. I have to take a break from making videos and making lip balms and actually launch this thing. (laughs) So good. Well, thank you so much, Sylvie. I can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing this with everyone. Okay, gang, I want you to take this in. I want you to really pay attention to, to what Sylvie's done with her pop-up and her new lead and welcome flow. It's absolutely genius and will work for a lot of you. And I also want you to head on over to TikTok and see what you think. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. 
we will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.